Welcome everyone to episode 5 of the BNB Unplugging Coast Rugby Podcast. On this week's episode, we're going to unveil three new players in our international 15. We've got another country to add to our international listeners 15. As promised last week, I'm going to jump on the bike for a northern tour of the coast and Barthy's going to give us an update on some uh, some upcoming podcast specials. Barthy, how's your week been, mate? Look, after a uh, difficult start to the week, the rest of it's been fantastic. Uh, what was the difficult start? What was that? Look, Tomo's been spoken to um, about the draw segment ending up on the cutting room floor. But uh, anyway, we're onward and upward, and uh, we'll cover that off this week. Let's get into it, Berner. Let's do it. All right, well, Barthy, let's try this again. Hopefully, uh, Tomo can uh, actually put in the podcast this time. Hopefully, you're hearing it now, listeners. We've got a draw. We do, we do, we do. So, it's the second half of the competition, or the original competition anyway, a um, couple of changes. There's a, as we spoke about in the first episode of the podcast, there is a four-week final series as normal, but for uh, Premier One, there is a five-team final series. I love it. I'm excited about this. It's a real, real shake-up for the competition, and um, I think it's going to bring a, a little bit of a surprise, a little bit of surprise element for the uh, semis. We'll see how we go. Yeah, so uh, fifth place obviously gets a bit of a crack uh, the in the first round of the, the semis. So the first week, first place has the week off and plays the following week. There is a bit of an error that I'm seeing here, Barthy, in the draw. Bit of a typo. Yeah, it says in the preliminary final, it says the loser of C plays the winner of D. It should actually be the other way around because if you follow this draw, it looks like you can... It actually looks like it's easier to lose to get to the grand final. <laughs> so I think <laughs> small typo there. Um, other than that, round one, look what we got. We've got Avoca hosting Gosford. We've got Carrion hosting the Lakes. We've got Woiwoi hosting Terrigal. Warnavale hosting Arimba. And Bay hosting Hornsby. There it is. We're underway, 18th of July. Looking forward to it. Um, leading up to that, we'll have a bit of a chat about what we believe to be the uh, the game of the round, and we'll, we'll make sure we get ourselves out there to have a bit of a watch. Just going to interrupt you, Barthy. I'm just looking at Hornsby's home games, which means an opportunity for a B&B bus trip with you. a club. Uh, who have we got? Carry on. Round two. Carry on gets a bus trip. Gosford gets a bus trip. Arimba gets a bus trip. Avoca gets a bus trip. And that's it. I think that means we all get four bus trips. So I think we could be doing an episode maybe on one of those bus trips, Barthy. It could be quite uh, quite entertaining. <laughs> or, or all four. <laughs> and it could be an absolute bitch for Tomo to edit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bernard, last week you gave us an exciting carrot that, uh, that you're going to unveil three positions or places in the Central Coast International 15. I'm excited about this. Uh, what do you got for us? Mate, not just three places. Uh, the first time, or the first episode, sorry, that we did this, you uh, spoke about Adam Ashley Cooper and Graham Bond, and they yes. were related. Correct, absolutely. I'm were. going with three, and they're all brothers. Oh, here we go. So from Gosford, we have Matt, Peter, and Robbie Miller. So yeah. the Miller boys, as I said, all represented Gosford, and they're all Australian sevens players. How good is that? And uh, How good are the Miller jeans? Mate, good. <laughs> if you can get three of them playing for Australia, not too bad. Can you imagine if all three of them played for Gosford at the one time? Wow. <laughs> Mate, it would be great. Oh, no good if you were playing against them. No, not at all. 
Um, I've played against. I think Pete's the only one that I've played against, and um, he's he's so skillful. Yeah, all of them, lightning quick. Did you play against any of them? I uh, played a little against a little bit against Pete when he was young. Um, Matt had already gone to Sydney and um, never really played against Robbie. I watched Robbie play a little bit. He was absolutely dynamic. I think Robbie, I've got here, uh, he played for the Australian under-21s as well. So it yeah. could have been a couple of them. That's the one stat I got there. But An absolutely talented family, obviously. Um, come from great individuals. I know their parents. I used to uh, used to work with Robin, their mother. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just brilliant people and absolutely very talented footballers. Uh, great inclusion, those three. Mate, three of them. Brothers, I've won up to you from week one. <laughs> Good job. Berner, I've had a few, uh, I've had a few mates of mine uh, raise concerns that they're not getting notifications when the uh, when the podcast goes live. Um, I'm experiencing the same issues with Spotify, but um, uh, yeah, and yes, everyone, I have got my notifications turned on on my phone. Um, I think it's um w- the way that we've got it set up uh, through our streaming service. It's not they're not talking to Spotify as well or, or iTunes as, as much as we'd like, so. Uh, every week we try to put the podcast out on either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, uh, yep. just depending. So safest bet, um, every Wednesday midday, it'll definitely be out. So if you check it every Wednesday midday, uh, you'll definitely have the podcast there. We are, we are trying to work with the, the streaming services, so you get those notifications. So as soon as it's out there or on that store, you'll be able to, uh, to click on the link and go straight to it and listen to it. But at the moment, a couple of teething issues. Yeah, so in, in the meantime... Um Look, not everyone has their socials, or not everyone has socials and Instagram and Facebook and that sort of thing. So, uh, look, keep us, you know, keep us worded up on the street. Let everyone know what's going on. Um, get everyone sort of listening, um, and uh, yeah, just keep spreading the good word, uh, not just through the socials, but uh, but also through the good old-fashioned way of face-to-face. That's what we used to do before socials, Bernard. I don't remember. <laughs> Righto, mate. You've uh, you've bragged that you've got the aerobic ability, and you're going to take the bike. Yeah, mate. So uh, off you go, Lakes and Warnervale. Yeah, we'll then go to Warnervale first, and then um, I'll make the trip across to to Lakes, head back home. Shouldn't take too long. Wonderful. Now, quick question without notice before you go. Yeah. The Lakes used to be North Lakes, and before yep. that used to be Well. Yeah. And I can remember playing when they were still called the Wallabies. And then they became North Lakes United. What How old are you? What is the Lakes? What is the Lakes mascot or the uh, Lakes mascot? Yeah, symbol. What is it? I don't know. I think it's a lake. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, get Scotty Moroney, the legend of the Lakes, and, and you won't meet a better rugby man than Scotty Moroney. Uh, I think maybe the logo is Scotty. I think he goes to <laughs> mascot be. every week, sh- runs them on. It should be, but uh, that might be a bit of homework for you. All right. I'll let you know how we go. Good on you, mate. Good luck. Well, why burners on the bike? Listeners, I thought I'd let you in on a little project I'm going to be working on over the next few weeks. Um, and it's going to be a podcast special. I'm uh, going to do my best to get around and have a chat with all the old fellas who established the competition on the Central Coast, some old uh, uh, Brisbane Water Rugby Club players. And, and um, I'll take the, uh, the, the recording equipment and, and uh, do my best to sort of get the opinions and views of, of the guys, the godfathers of this competition and, and, uh, and get, their, get their thoughts and memories of, of how the competition started and, and, uh, and what their thoughts are on how the competition looks today. So uh, stay tuned for that. I'll, we'll, we'll keep you in the loop of, of how it's developing. 
but uh, that's a little little side project we've got happening at the moment, and there'll be a few more side projects that uh, that happen throughout the season. That's the plan. Uh, we just received some exciting news that um, young Joey Walton, a Warnervale junior, uh, has been selected in the Waratahs side to kick off the Super Rugby AU this Friday night uh, against the Queensland Reds. We were going to unveil Joey in the uh, Central Coast International fif- International 15 as he has, um, was in last year's under-20s Australian side and uh, is really a, a young fellow on the on the rise, a, a great, great young rugby player and um, a, a Warnervale junior. So, uh, Berner, you got me? Yeah, Barthy, I got you. I'm here with the first grade coach of Warnervale, Jay Coleman. Jay, how you going, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. That's the way. Uh, how's Warnervale shaping up this season? Yeah, really good. Um, we've had a bit of a rough patch at the start of the season. Um, before COVID hit, we um, had a really good numbers down at training. Um, had around 60 blokes. Um, after the COVID, um, we began training and we've um, got around 40 blokes out training now. Um, and everything's like running really well. The boys have never been keener. Um, so enjoying the training and the boys are really keen. So Good stuff. Uh, how's the, the nine-week uh, competition? Does that appeal to the players? Or <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Um, I, I was uh, just saying to all the boys last week that like this nine-week season is perfect for us. We um, only play like nine weeks of the season anyway. So, <laughs> so, so it's um, good, yeah. Like, I know the boys are going to really enjoy it. Who's the, who's the player to watch out for this year? Oh, I'd, um, I'd, I'd be running with Benny Butler. Benny um, Butler? Yeah, yeah. What position? Uh, number 15. Number 15. Yeah, so he's, he was red hot all last season. Yeah. Um, you know, we're pretty red hot across the park this year. I've got a few good outside backs. Yeah. So you got a couple back. of recruits? Yeah. yeah. We, we've um, recruited We've recruited really well. Um, Drew, our third grade coach, he's um, bring a few guys over with him. Um, so we've bolstered up the ranks all through the grades. Yeah. Um, and then with um, our first grade squad, we've sort of retained all our players that we had last year um, with a few other inclusions for players haven't um, sort of been there for last season. They've came back, so now we've got a bit of competition for spots. Beautiful. Um, so, yeah, really good. A couple of old guys coming back and some new fresh faces, so gonna, it's going to be really good. Well, it looks like one of ours in, in good shape, mate. Good luck for the 2020 season. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. All right, I'm here with Brenton Ackerman, the... Uh, Soon to be appointed first grade <laughs> captain for 2020. Uh, mate, how's Warnervale shaping up for the season? Yeah, mate, we're looking good. Um, the boys are all happy to be back and um, at training. That's good to, yeah, good to have everyone back. It's been a long time, long time off. Nice short season, uh, mate. Are you ready to take on the BNB Type Five? Yeah, mate, hit me. Go for all right, it. first question: Warnervale Rugby doesn't exist as a club. Who do you play for and why? Oh, 100% Hornsby because they're uh, the only ones that do a better after-match function than us. Uh, number two. The hardest team or club that you've played against? I'm going to go carry on just because I hate, oh, I can't stand playing them. Can't stand the late shots. The late shots? <laughs> the late shots. Mate, that's not like carry on. <laughs> uh, player that you have the most respect for around Central Coast Rugby? Ah, yeah, I'm going to have to say uh, Sione Brankston, mate. He's taught me everything I know. He's uh, MVP, of the, MVP of the club. That's a stitch up. Uh, <laughs> who's the most influential player you've ever played with? Oh, Joey Walton making his uh, Tars debut this yeah. weekend. Yeah, we just saw Barthy on that. So, yeah. uh, do you know what position he's playing this week? Um, Has he been named? Say he's, oh, I, haven't, I haven't seen the lineup. I looked yeah, for it the other day. I, I had a look for it. I haven't it. seen it. I was hoping you had the inside scoop. He'd have, for me. To be, he'd have to be in the centres for sure, outside centre, I'm going to say. Beautiful. 
Uh, and mate, last one, what's the greatest thing that rugby's ever given you? Oh mate, the good friendships, you know, blokes around the club looking in for everyone, everyone around us and the um, piss ups after the game. So. And just, uh, I'm just going to add a sixth question there. Um, have you lost any players to Arimba this year? There's a couple that are, <laughs> there's a couple that get pinched every year. I think Jack Stone Street's one of them. There's yeah, a, is there the a couple old, more that have gone one over? One of our juniors over there, mate. They, uh, they love, they love to take out handy, handy scraps. Yeah. But, um, you know, I heard Jack Stone Street couldn't make um, one, so he went over there for a, for a better opportunity. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, thanks for jumping on, mate. No worries, mate. Cheers. All right, I got Jimmy here, who is one of the coaches for the one of our women's side. How you going, mate? Good, mate. Yeah, that's good. good. Uh, mate, comps changing this year from sevens to tens. Had to make a couple alterations for training. Yeah, mate. Luckily, we uh, got a, got Nisi on board and created a bit more interest around around the district. And yep. we got a got a couple more girls come. I think we had about beginning of the, the year we had about twenty two or something. Very good. Up. We've, we've, we've had a couple pull out, obviously, yep. because of. You know, the stress and yeah, stuff yeah, surrounding yeah. COVID and a yeah. couple of injuries, so yeah. Understandable. Good. Um, so what's uh, what, what are the numbers looking like now? What have we got? Yeah, we've good numbers got, here tonight? We've had, uh, the last two, we've had um, 18 and 19. Yeah, good stuff. So, so that's a good number for 10, so yeah. yeah. Uh, mate, well, who's the player to watch uh, this, to this year? Well, one of our main players is, is our captain, Danielle. Yep. She's represented the coast a few times in sevens and 15. She's a, a fair player of uh, South African... Extract. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, and she's she's uh, been uh, a tower of strength for our girls with her, her commitment and her her knowledge and her enthusiasm for the game as well. She's encouraged them all the way, and they've got a tremendous amount of respect for her. Very good, mate. Well, I'll let you get back into training. Thanks very much for jumping on. Okay, mate. Cheers. Thanks. All right, I'm here with Danielle, who's the captain of the women's rugby team. Thank you very much for jumping on. Thank you for having me. Uh, how's the how's the women's team looking for this year? I think it's the best year that way we could anticipate. We have the most numbers and it's a sisterhood and as long as you have your team, it's got your back, that's all you need. Uh, how are you enjoying the transition so far from sevens to tens? I know you haven't played yet, but I suppose the training might be a little bit different. It's much more contact and technicality based, yep. but at the same time, it's very different to sevens and fifteens. It's a different game and you've got to adapt. Footy is evolving, so you have to keep up with it. Yeah, still rugby. Uh, so you've been around since the start, is that right? Yes, I have. Warnerville? Very good. So uh, what's what have you what's kept you around in rugby? What have you enjoyed about rugby so much? It's a family, especially at Warnerville. No matter who you are, how old you are, what your name is, yep. you're always welcome. And yeah, it's a family. All right. Thank you very much for jumping on. Thank you so much for having me. All right, Barthy, that'll do me, mate. I might uh, might get back on the bike, and we'll I'll head over to Slade Park and see what the lakes are up to. Thanks for that, Berner. Good job. Well, we've got the global podcast. We're calling it the International Listeners 15. We've covered Serbia. Last week, we got Spain. This week... Welcome the United States of America to the B&B International Listeners 15. Uh, the download was in Texas, I believe. Uh, but United States of America, you are welcome. All right, well, made it to Slade Park. Uh, Lakes Rugby Club here with the first grade coach Marshall Homopo. Marshall, how you going, mate? Yeah, good, mate. How you doing tonight? Yeah, doing really well. Uh, how's the lakes looking for the season? Uh, we're looking pretty good. Uh, COVID hit us not too bad, which is um, a positive, I guess. But that's good. We're looking pretty good numbers wise, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So, uh, any new recruits this year? Yeah, we've picked up a few. Um, live in a pretty fortunate area where we've uh, a lot of people want to come live by the beach. 
So we've picked up generally type five, which is what we need. Beautiful. Won't name names. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, have you lost any with the whole COVID thing? Uh, not due to COVID. We've lost uh, a couple due to travel. To travel a few yeah. boys were coming, juniors who had moved out of the, out of the area. So yeah. Um, yeah, we've just lost them to travel, really. Yeah, right. How's the ladies' team looking? Is, is the numbers improving there? Yeah, our numbers were good. We yeah. Pre-COVID, we had, I think, uh, around 20. Because um, it's obviously a tens format now. Yeah, we had 20-ish. Yeah. I think post-COVID, we're still looking around the same. May have lost a couple, may have gained a couple. But I think we're looking pretty good. Yeah. Good and who's the who's the one player we're going to watch this year from the Lakes? From the Lakes? Yeah. Uh, uh, Machu Raluni, Big Mac, Big Mac, Big Mac, fullback, fullback. Yeah, green boots. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I still have nightmare about always seeing gone past you, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they put me at thirteen against him last year, and it uh, didn't end too well. Yeah. All right, mate. We're gonna take on the tight five. Are you ready for it? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Lakes Rugby Club doesn't exist. What club do you play for, and why? Um, I go down and I play for the Gosford Red Devils. Gosford Red. Why? Yeah. Because I'd love to see what it's like to play outside Adam Carlisle or inside Adam Carlisle to see yeah. what he does on the field that makes him so good. Yeah. You have to play with Josh McGuinn, he's a rubbish human. Yeah, I know, but you win some, you lose some, right? <laughs> Hardest team or club you've played against? Um, if you have to, give a nearer. You're not yeah. old enough for the whole era thing. Barthy usually oh. interviews blokes that are 60 plus. 32-year-old <laughs> era, 10 years ago. I'd probably say uh, the 10-year-ago team which had... Shannon Bevanat, the Carry On Wanderers. Yeah, they had a massive forward pack, a massive backline, so he never yeah, got any reprise from that. They were tough. Yeah. Uh, the player, the player in the opposition that you've had the most respect for, you had the most respect for. Um, from that Carry On team again, it would be uh, Big Sioni, Papin Gowie, yeah. number eight. To see someone his age pulling what he did on the field was pretty. Yeah. Pretty cool, and he trampled me like three or four times in yeah. one game, which is also good. We had a game plan not to kick it to Sione, yeah. and all we did was kick it to Sione, and they put 80 on us. The mall specialist. <laughs> uh, most influential player that you've played with? Uh, the most influential player I think that I've played with would be uh, Paulie Wilson. Paulie he Wilson. To see what he can do on the field after what he puts his body through off the field, he's a club legend, so yeah, he'd be my most influential player. Very good. And last question, what is the greatest thing that rugby has given you? Uh, the cliche answer is friends and family, but for me, it is post-match beers. Beautiful. Each week. Love it. All right, yeah. mate, thanks very much for jumping on the podcast. Thanks, guys. Go Lakes. Well, I'm here with Mr. Lakes and the Lakes president, Scotty Maroney. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, mate. Yeah, well, good. That's good. How are the Lakes going? Uh, we're looking pretty good this year. I think we'll uh, we'll travel as well as we did last year and yeah. hopefully be semi-bound at, at the very least and obviously we'll be aiming a little bit higher than that with yeah. luck. Yeah. Very good. And, yeah. uh, mate, the pre-season uh, sevens comps, you seem to be telling everyone up in that. Was How did you go this year? Yeah, pretty good. We just missed the semis at Hamilton. We won our home sevens here for the second time and uh, we got beat in the plate by Shoalhaven at Kiama. So... Uh, we do, uh, late last year, we actually got beat in the final at Blue Mountain Sevens as well. So, um, Sevens has become a big part of our program now. So, uh, we find it a way to attract players, especially the few of the Fijian boys. 
and then keep them and they sort it sort of travels into our success in 15s as well so it's worked real well for us yeah in the and last the few years sevens by the sea up here this year how'd, how'd that go yeah we won our sevens here second time uh beat a rimber i think it was in the final in a fairly tight match so um yeah we'll be on again next year i think next year's our seventh year it's uh it's not a great money spinner for us but it's a great way to start the season it is. and it's good to build the uh, good to build the, the culture around the and get all the clubs together as well at the start of the comp. Yeah, it's very well supported by all Central Coast clubs and it's actually limited to New South Wales country and subbies teams so that anyone that comes on the day is a chance of going, well, you're not going to meet Manly or Randwick or you know yep. any of those sides in it. So we'll, we'll keep it that way, I would say, in the foreseeable future. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. All right. So, Wesley, thanks for jumping on board, mate. Thanks for jumping on the podcast. No worries at all, mate. Yeah, thanks for that, Burner. Ride safe. Uh, make sure you got your helmet on. Well, that'll wrap it up for one session. Listeners, uh, thanks for tuning in once again. Uh, value your support. Don't forget to share us and spread the word. Uh, we've covered eight clubs. Uh, two clubs to go next week in the Bay and Woiwoi. Marthy, we've still got the International Listeners 15, mate. Correct. What else have we got? Mate, we've also got the uh, the International Central Coast 15 next week, so hopefully we can, we've got a couple more weeks left of that. I got, mate, I've got to tell you, Berna, I absolutely admire your aerobic capabilities. Mate, You're not mate, even puffed. Mate, 100 Ks in a 30-minute podcast, please. The routine Tuesday night. Well done, well done. What else? Anything else we got? I think that's it for next week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Awesome. We'll see you next week. <laughs>